row. Hello, Jane. We are in person. We are in real life in my house. We're back. And more importantly, Ro has a fucking hard seltzer in front of her, the mad bitch of a Monday night. I said to Jane, I was like, I'm leaving the house without the baby. I'm coming down to you. I'm bringing a drink because this is literally as... This is this is as good as my social look gets right now. Well, you know, I'm pretty excited for you. I think it's pretty pretty yeah, solid. It's, it's not a good drink though. I mean, I just don't get it. It's just water, water with a light flavor. Hard seltzer. It's so hot right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. No, I just don't get it. No, I don't get it. I don't get I it. I think it's a calorie thing. Oh, I think. Right. I'm, oh, I'm assuming. Well, let's see how many calories this has. Total fat zero, protein zero. Won't <laughs> oh, tell me the cal- oh 100 calories. That's actually not great. What would a normal, what would like a, I don't know, another type of drink, what would a beer be? A beer would be, I think a pint is about 180 calories. And what like about like a G&T or a Prosecco or, oh Prosecco's like know. 100 or something I think. Yeah. So that's not great. So no, why am I not. drinking water then? Um, I feel like, it's not like it's Diet Coke, which is one calorie. Like, it's di- like it's still significant. Like if I'm going to drink the calories, I'd rather top put on a few extra and yeah you know, have a nice drink it must be for people if you're drinking a lot of them and you just don't want loads of like heaviness yeah it is dangerous i think like i don't think it's for like having one drink no you'd be drinking it all night i think yeah that's probably the point yeah, yeah, of it yeah. it's a light drink that you can just keep pummeling back i feel like it's dangerous though because um white claw actually feels like this feels isn't white claw like- now what i'm drinking but no but white claw actually tastes like fizzy water it does but again not nice but no i wouldn't want it no I've tasted it like But I wouldn't buy it on a night out The claws There are no laws When you're drinking claws Where's that come from? <laughs> My mouth Oh you made it up No I didn't I think it's a slogan no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's theirs Or if I just saw it on TikTok I don't know No fuck, fuck white claw Anyway how are you? I'm good How are you Jane? I'm good And you that's exactly what we're something. talking about The problem here with the L How are you? I'm grand, how are you? I'm grand. Yeah. Is that... I don't know how you are. <laughs> I don't know you how You have I no either. idea how I am. <laughs> and isn't it funny that we always... That's just our go-to. Like, you never really well, actually ask someone, how, how are you really? How are you really? I actually, like, when you said you were feeling anxious, I was like, oh God, I'm a terrible friend. I have my head on my arse. <laughs> I don't know how anyone is. Like, people ask me how I am and I'm like, I hope you're fine because I, 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 I don't have the time to help. <laughs> But here's the thing, it's like, it's like, it's not about, it's not even about like asking, but it's like being forthcoming and saying it as well. Yeah. Do you know if you ask someone how they are though and they're like, oh, you know, not great. Then you get a wave of like, oh, like it's really shocking if someone says and they're not actually great in the moment. Like, how are you? How are you? Not see, great. I, see, I think it's an Irish thing as well, but like I, I am trying to be as honest as possible when I can with certain people as in if someone says how are you I'd be like you know what I'm actually not great you know I would like I'm trying yeah. to yeah be that um anyway look the whole you're point you're not doing it to your local like barista but you're to your actual friends you're oh yeah exactly or I'm not doing it in, like with a client like <laughs> <laughs> actually I'm not I didn't sleep last night actually I'm wrecked yeah um because I think that we say I think we talk a lot of bullshit sometimes and I think that you know, there's room in the world for a little bit more uh, authenticity so and how, vulnerability. So how are you, Jane? Well, hold on. Can I talk about why we're talking about this? Yeah, go for it. Um, sorry, it's funny. We haven't uh, recorded in person for so long. Yeah, that I'm looking at the, the levels wow. because I talked real loudly there and the levels went off the charts. So sorry for a bit Bear with mad us. today. Um, because it's Mental Health Awareness Week. Yep. 
And we had another topic lined up uh, oh, yeah. to do, which I think, actually, now I think it's going to be way too late to do it next time around. But anyway, yeah. we had another topic lined up to do. Um, and then I realized that yesterday was Mental Health Awareness Day. Not week, is it? Well, yeah, yeah, but yesterday was the, the day. day. Of, the day. Yeah, the day. And I think it's this week. Um, and it just got me thinking that, like, you just had a baby. Like, how are you, though, really? Like... <laughs> I mean, like, like, we're walking around, you know, we buzz about, like, how are you? Oh, yeah, it's mad having a baby. But, like, how are you? I don't know. I, I, the question is, Jane asked me this before I came, when I came in. I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's, some days I'm grand and some days I'm like, what the fuck? And, not even days. I'd say hour by hour is how I'm, is how I'm like, figuring out how I am. Like, I'm good now at seven. And then at eight, I could be like, Ugh. and then at nine, I could be all right. And at ten, I could be, like, delighted again. Um, my mental health is very intertwined with someone else so it's very strange it's very interesting isn't it like if he's happy as in the baby then I am Dave Dave Dave's happy I'm happy if you're man happy but it is similar to you know it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a more extreme version of like your partner yeah I guess because like obviously if they're unhappy you're unhappy but the baby being if it's having a bad day or whatever I'm, have a, I have a really bad day and if he's happy and chill I'm happy and chill well, yeah, I, I say that's also probably because it's tied up with what work you need to do as well. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. how tired I am going to be. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. It's it's it's, it's everything, but it's... um. So would you say you're a little bit on autopilot? On autopilot? I thought you were going to say on edge, and I was going to say, yes, I am on edge. Okay, on edge. <laughs> but I just mean, like, have you... It just sounds like to me like you are... Uh, you haven't settled into what your role is yet. I would say I have, yeah, I'd say I'm starting to definitely in the last few weeks. Like the first, Jesus, no, the first three or four weeks, I just found, I just found it like so mental, honestly. I was just like, wow. But I think every, I, and I don't think that's unusual. So I'm trying to be like, I'm not, yeah, trying to say my experience has been terrible, but I think it's just been like, you ju- you just can't ever imagine how much your life's going to change when you have a baby. Well, have you had time to even process no, no. <laughs> I mean. And someone else, and like someone is saying, like it's important to like, you know, say goodbye to your old life, and not in like a say goodbye to your old life, and kind of an actual like, honoring your because you're a new person. Yeah. And but I think that can take a long time. I think I'm only seven weeks in, so I'm not like haven't said hello to my new person yet. But I'm um, the last two weeks, I feel like I'm getting into swing things. Good. Well, you know, you seem you don't seem different. Do I not? I'm well, I'm, I'm happy. Good. I th- well. I mean, look, I mean, you seem tired. Yeah. And, you know, obviously all over the place. And I wish I could help more than that. But what can you do? <laughs> um, I've always offered uh, Andrea's services, remind them. Um, while I walk, Frankie. Um, but I, you see, I always thought, like, when someone has a baby, I thought that it would be like, you're going to, like, switch Your from, like, road change. to ma yeah. overnight. Yeah, yeah. But you're still very much you, which is nice. I'm dying to hear that. You don't seem to have lost yourself. Well, I'm and I'm still really interested in what everyone else like. I still want to know what's going on in the world. I'm not just like in this like bubble that I'm like, whatever. You guys enjoy your night out. I'm like, tell me about your night out. I don't even necessarily mean like that, Row. Okay. I mean that you're still prioritizing yourself at the end of it. Like even you the other day saying like, oh, I'm not going to be one of those mums that can't leave their baby for a second of the day. Like I can't wait to be. You know, and no shade to that. I'm not saying like. No, I know that I was just being like you know because I almost felt like guilty because I was like I want to. I want to go out and like leave DJ with Dave for a few hours. I want to like do things. Whereas I know a lot of moms don't want to. They want yeah, to stay there. And I was like, and I, that's just me. I'm happy. Like so far, I'm very happy to be like, okay, I need my, I need, I think I'm going to be quite an independent mom, which I didn't realize. I didn't know how I was going to be. 
But I've realised now that I'm even seven weeks in the most intense period. I'm very much like, no, I need to like set my boundaries as well. So like, for example, from the get go, Dave has been helping me. He does one feed a night. That's a bit of a faff. I have to pump. I have to give him a bottle. It's all a bit of a little bit of a faff. But a lot of a lot of women don't do that. They just are like, they just take on everything. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I'm like, Dave, help me with that feed. means I get more rest. And like, it's really, it works well for us. And even me coming here to record, Dave's minding him, which is fine. And I went out for lunch one day. And that's all I've done, really, to be fair. But I'm just saying, or like, even just like me saying, I'm going to have a bath. Yeah. Like, I could easily not have that bath. It's like, we were talking about a while ago. Isn't it mad that, you know, in our parents' generation... The mums did everything. <laughs> everything. I could literally not have had that bath. Like, I, I mean, it'd be so easy for me not to have the bath. I have a million things I could do. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm so far, I've been actually good at keeping a check on myself and prioritizing things that are going to make me be okay. Good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so far that's been working. But Dave's, wor- Dave's working, so you have to also like be like, I'm off work, because you have to be, you know, kind of respectful. I know, but you also have fucking mad hormones going all over the place. You do. But no, I'd say, I'm, I'm fine in doing this. I put a post up today. Some things, you're vulnerable, you're emotional, which is all normal. But like, I had an experience with the doctor today that kind of then set me into a bit of a like, what the, f- more of a rage rather than upset. Tell me about this, because you gave me uh, a little of a, a bit of a snapshot before we came on air. Came on air. Because I'm not au fait with the... Okay, so when processes you, of you know your yeah. six weeks. When you have a, when you have a baby, you have two checkups with your GP afterwards. One's two weeks, and that's just the baby, which is mental because two weeks postpartum, you actually feel really physically still wobbly. So actually, there were some things I really wanted to get checked by the GP, but it wasn't the appointment for me. Anyway, I'll explain that in a second. Could you not when you're in the GP just no. be like, by the way, can I just ask you? No, about- no. It's so so the two week checkup is just the baby, and I had to get I preeclampsia after birth. I'll talk. I'll probably do a whole episode about yeah, actual birth, yeah. but like. I had pre-eclampsia, which is high blood pressure after birth. I had to go back into hospital for a few days. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I had to get that checked when at the two-week checkup. And I felt like my something was falling out of my vagina. <laughs> I felt like there was something... Like a prolapse or something? Yes, I, that's what I thought it was. Thankfully, it wasn't and I'm fine. But I literally thought like... What was it? It felt like there was a tampon in there. That's what it felt like. Um, what was it? I don't know. Just like your your tissues and all moving Everything around. Everything just kind of like... I don't know what it was like. I don't know what it was actually. Just tightened up again. And I thought that my stitches, there was something wrong with my stitches because I got a really weird smell one day, but uh, it was fine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was fine. It was probably just because you sweat so much. It's the mental health episode, Rogue. Come yeah. on now. Sorry, not like disgusting. But anyway. Not vaginal so health. The Although I love a vaginal health episode. The two week check, I went in with DJ. She checked him and I said, I need to shake you. I was kind of panicked because I, I was worried about my blood pressure. And I was like, I have to check my blood pressure. And she's like, oh no, no, this is for the baby, only 15 minutes. And I was like, well, no, I need to check my stitches. I need to check my blood pressure. I had, I had played Leclampsia. I was like, I was really like, no, I have to. And she goes, okay, well, um, you can, can you come back at half 11? And I was like, fine. So I had to, did the appointment for DJ and luckily they were to fit me in then. And she checked me and everything was grand and blood pressure and all. But I was like, and a girl, like so a, a listener messaged in to say at her two week check, her friend or somebody um, wanted something checked. Her, she thought she had infection down there. And anyway, again, they're like, no, this is just the baby. Like I think, of course, of course, check the baby two weeks postpartum. But my God, two weeks postpartum, you've loads of questions about your own body. Yeah. There's loads going on. But it's just bizarre to just be like, no. Yeah, we don't have time. We have a 15 minute time slot for the baby. Why could they just, why can't they just give half an hour? So 15 minutes for the... Why can't they just add on the mother to the two week check? It's all, because I guess this is all uh, funded by the government. Like, this is free. Yeah. So I guess GPs that sign up to this just have certain time slots I have to stick to. I have no idea. 
Anyway, look, I did get the appointment, but I had to come back. Did you have to pay six quid? No, it was free. Okay, good. So look, that was fine. But then the six week check is meant to be half you, half the baby. Right. So she's meant they're meant to check like your mental health, your if you've had a C section, your scar, your stitches, your abs, your they're meant to sign you off if you want to have sex again, <laughs> ever again. You have to get signed off. They just tell you like you can have sex again if you've okay. had stitches. Okay. Um exercise, all that crack. And I went in today and I got no cries about mental health. She checked my stitches to be fair. She gave me a prescription <laughs> she gave me a prescription for the pill, even though I haven't been on the pill since I was like 18, no, 25 or something. I don't know. Why did she give you a prescription for the pill? The main question I seem to ask everybody that I've spoken to is just what are you going to do for contraception? Like seems to be the biggest focus of the appointment. Weird. It's, it's, it's just kind of like, okay, like can we talk about me for a second? Yeah, okay, obviously you don't want me to get pregnant again right now. Like they're just trying to pr- make sure you don't get pregnant again quickly if you don't want to. Okay. But I mean like that's just a non-event like, not a, like obviously just, like that's just like a, a two minute thing at the end and what about contraception it shouldn't be the main focus of the whole conversation like so I've just had a baby they, I've just given birth and now you're just now you're just talking about contraception for the next time they're like oh Jesus now we can't have them having loads of babies this is state funded now it, it just felt weird anyway and I got it and I was trying to ask I was like well the pill hasn't suited me before um, and I was like can you can you let me know like what the side effects are of this one that I can have because I'm breastfeeding I can't have the others anyway she was, she was crap um, I got no question about how I'm doing um, I shouldn't tell me if I could have sex I'm just going to keep pretending I can't <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I don't know if oh, I feel yeah. the stitches the stitches are really really dodgy Dave I'm sorry oh, God. but like honestly though I think it would take me a while to get back into the water yeah you know absolutely I mean? freaked to be honest but, um, but anyway so she didn't yeah. ask it like that to me is just bizarre Bizarre and like loads of women have messaged and said that they had the exact same experience. It's like a terrible. The six week check is a load of crap, really. The the um, Instagram blew up there with women who you it know. should really be you. Like the baby, of course, weigh them and check them and like. But there's loads of like checkups for babies, like the public health nurse and stuff. But anyway, it should be, or you should have a separate appointment for you with the doctor that knows physio, pelvic floor everything. Like you've pushed your human out of your vagina, yeah. and the only thing they're going to ask you is like. What are you going to do for contraception? Stop you having another one. Like, like I don't know how my pelvic floor is. Like, I, I tried to do, like, 10 minutes of exercise the other day. And I was like, oh, God, am I going to piss myself? <laughs> like, I felt weird. And I was like, I kind of stopped. I don't know how much, like, pelvic floor exercise I should be doing. I don't know. Well, what really upsets me here is, of course, all the physical stuff. But, you know, postpartum depression is... So common. It's common. And it's also incredibly dangerous mm-hmm. for both the woman and the children. Because it can leave, lead to negligence or you could leave to you know yeah the child can suffer from a mother who's suffering yeah. and who's struggling to take care of her child yeah like why would you just abandon yeah i guess like, like if that. that can happen i'm sure but like even even mild forms of it are just oh terrible. i know that's extreme cases but i'm just like but yeah if they're thinking of the child first that should be an element that they're thinking of like if yeah. they're so focused on the baby they could be like well i guess that could be negative for the baby but yeah it, it's just mad like even in the even in the hospital after you give birth the focus is really all on the baby um, like when you're getting discharged from the hospital it's all on the baby like they just ask you like oh like p- let me see your pad like let me see how much you're bleeding and you have to show the middle of your pad and like look I hop up on the bed there like and it's all just very it's very um, I don't know what the word is it's just I don't know what the word I'm thinking of you're very, it's very vulnerable but um, I just think there should be I think in other countries I know I've heard of people in other countries that get like lots of questions about their mental health because if they're not sure that they have it they might like they might know, might know. it and they're like, oh, well, I actually do feel really anxious around this topic. Especially in or... Ireland where you just, you're just expected to suck it up. Yeah. Just like get on with it. And like, that's true for 
you know, postpartum depression, but any type of mm. mental illness, there mm-hmm. is such a stigma. And I know how cliche that is. Yeah. And I know that we're getting better. But it's still... Especially for a new mom. I feel like there's so much like a new mom. I'm getting out. Look at me. I'm I'm back to normal. I'm not pregnant anymore. I have a baby. I'm doing it all. So I think even for, for new moms, they're probably even prouder than the average woman who's just afraid to say I'm actually struggling with being a mom. Yeah, but also like you don't want to seem like you can't take care of your child. Absolutely. Or that you're weak in any way. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that means you can't or take care of your child. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is like you don't. We don't want to show our vulnerability at all. Or that you're finding being a mother hard. Yeah. Like I've said to every single person who's asked me, how are you finding it? I'm like, really hard. Like it's not, it's actually not what I expected it to be all the time. Like having a newborn is so intense and Jesus Christ. And I feel like, okay, I'm not talking about how much I love him, but I feel like that's a given. Obviously. Like he's the best thing that ever happened to me. Of course, I can't believe how lucky I am. But Jesus Christ, it's really hard. And I feel like people don't talk about that either. So therefore there's a stigma that builds up even around just saying being a mom is hard. Yeah. Let alone admitting you have depression. But then if one person says that they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, thank fuck. Oh yeah. Jesus, another one, if you say to them in private, you're like, God, it's really hard. They're like, it's so hard. But outwardly, I guess like on Instagram, whenever people are like, this is amazing. Well, that's it. It's back to Instagram. But it's like that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. we know but, that. But if you talk to any mother that you know well, they'll they'll be honest and say, no, it's really hard. Like no one, you know, but it's like, yeah, but that's kind of But I feel like mothers will talk about that it's hard, but not necessarily talk about why it's hard. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, like if it's something specific, like sometimes I just can't fucking deal with them crying. Like, you know, like yeah, which I, I was like, saying to you, which I was like saying, I'm finding the crying really hard. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's like I th- I feel like mums are saying that it's difficult, but you don't know not why. The parts. <laughs> I guess everyone is so different. Every baby's so different. But for me, I was like, do other babies cry? And then like hearing other mothers be like, oh yeah, mine had like colic and cried all night. I was like, oh, I didn't. I haven't heard anyone talk about this. You must get some sort of like. um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Forget, like you just block yeah. it out totally. Like that whole pain thing, There's like yeah. the pain of childbirth. Yeah. Um, because people do it again, you know. Yeah, like, I can't really remember the pain of childbirth. I can, like, but I'll do it again tomorrow. Like I thought it was grand. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Like I know that sounds really we'll like do a whole episode. We'll I just, I actually episode. found it fine to be fair, but um, yeah. So, and it's also hard for me to say how I am because I'm tired. Yeah. You know, when you're tired, you can't really see the wood from the trees. Yeah. You're like, I'm just tired. That's what I was saying. Like, are you an autopilot? Because. Yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine where your head is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Now that we're talking about it, I don't know where it is. Is that a good thing, though? It's the, ha- <laughs> it, it's just, the, it's just so much contrast. It's the happiest you've ever been. And then the most confused you've ever been. <laughs> and like, some moments are like, you're just like the lowest you've ever been as well. You know, there's such, there's such a wide range of, because because if he's really upset, you've got puke on you, you haven't had a shower, you haven't even gotten to eat something. You've had about three hours sleep. Of course you feel like one of your lowest points because that's so unnatural for you to not be able to like actually look after yourself. Good point. Like yeah. when when in your whole life have you not been able to to cover your basic needs of like being fed, being clean. Good point. Yeah. Being rested. Yeah. So it's very shocking then that that's not really necessary in your control and that obviously like hopefully everyone has That makes me really health. upset thinking about yeah, it. So there, no, no, Jesus. Do you know what it reminds me of? Oh. Oh, it reminds me of like being at an electric picnic and like yeah. <laughs> that's what being a mom is like Jane it's like when electric picnic is over and you're shivering cold and you want to go home to yeah. your bed but you can't get home and you have to pay for a weird bus and you don't know how to get there and you're like you can't figure out how to get the ticket because you've also been on the set for and three there's fucking people singing on the bus yeah. on the way home and you just want to go to sleep yeah yeah that's that is the feeling I got of just like I just want to go to my bed now look Jesus Christ sorry I'm really making this sound terrible <laughs> 
it is the highest of highs I've ever no, had in my I life know. as well. And it's actually fine. I'm not that tired. Like, to be fair, he sleeps quite... Ooh, he sleeps okay. I don't want to jinx it. But, yeah, those moments. There's moments of just utter despair because you're like... <laughs> why are you crying and why can't I do anything and how how did I get here I cry when I can't sleep you'll be fucked you'll be absolutely fucked I love my sleep I get really upset I know but everyone says everyone loves their sleep I love my sleep I mean um no you won't be fucked you'll be absolutely fine no but like the neighbours were watching a horror movie till like one or two in the morning the other night and they kept screaming and then laughing you know because they're girls yeah but I'd be raging at that too I'm I know but like... I was upset I just wanted I know. to go to sleep because sure. I had a couple of days of not sleeping I was like I just want to go to sleep yeah but Jane should you not remember me like with my sleep because I was I, just... I know you went to the sleep hygiene I wonder what she'd say now <laughs> but now it's so funny when it's when the sleep is someone else when when I sleep fine when it's when someone like I'd, I'd much rather him keep me awake than just have insomnia myself. Wow, I would take him keep me oh, awake. Then you're doing something. Well, it's just like you know the reason. It's a baby. I have a bit of a newborn. I'm not going to yeah. sleep. But um, yeah, you just have to get over sleep. The worst part about the sleep, though, Jane, is like <laughs> I actually can't even. You're better off not thinking about it because I have these thoughts of like, there's no like, oh, we'll go to, like I, I joked to, to Dave last night. We go to bed early tonight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> have an early night. Like you know, as if it's in our control. Like we don't have any that control over it. Or just you can't just be like. Oh, I'm wrecked now, but I'll sleep tonight. It's like, I might, I might not. Yeah, but look, this isn't forever. Temporary, temporary. It's all temporary. Yeah. But what's mad to me is that you will forever have someone that and you will always worry about. I know. And that's overwhelming. That's overwhelmed. Totally. You're like, Jesus. But then I'll always have somebody just that I love that much. It's mad. See, everything about motherhood is just the contrasts. No, I get you. I get it's, you. It's, it's like, it's like the best of times, the worst of times, the most like, yeah, the worry moments, but then it's, it's mad. It's mad. But I think I'm getting into it. Well, you're doing great. I'm so shocked by the baby. Like. You have a little baby. You're six or seven weeks in. Like, you're yeah. a fucking champ. Yeah. And your life just changed so much. You go from literally like buzzing around, going to work, <coughs> doing whatever you want to just being like, I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> Yeah, but for now, like you are like in the fucking trenches at the moment. Yeah, the first three months are just survival mode. Like, I, like you probably won't actually settle into it or even think about how you're feeling. They say like it's a year. Like they say like the first year of being a parent is just the it's it's just mental. It's and just, I it's fucking I don't know how you do it. But I've started it now. Like I've said, I'm over the worst. Of it. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't. Like it's funny because, like. You have said this and I talked to some other moments who have said the same thing of like you get to a point where you're like oh there's no one coming to take the baby. Totally. There's no going back. <laughs> I have that thought where I'm just like oh he's going to be here tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. Yeah. Which again back to my contrast point is the best feeling ever and then the most overwhelming feeling ever too. Yeah because it's like they're never going. Like, and like yeah they're like they're always going to be there and that's like oh my god they're always going to be there amazing and they're like they're always going to be there <laughs> you know? always it's just yeah wild. But you just, just get used to that like yeah yeah and he's very cute to be fair to him he's gorgeous he's, he's just fierce cute and now that he smiles at me i mean it just makes everything a million times better so can you imagine when he's chatting and all <laughs> yeah, like, talking i get you. like a smile and i'm just like oh that's it i'll have 10 more and then i get or he's crying and i'm like let's just do one and done dude <laughs> um but sorry that was a big rambly rambly uh because i don't know how i am i'm just i'm tired no but that's I'm good happy. like i think it's important to say it like i mean yeah. i just think it's important to talk about like yeah. i just don't think we talk about how we are enough i'm tired how are you? Grant, i'm happy fine, yeah, i'm Grant. shocked i'm 
delighted. I'm looking forward to the future. I'm also scared of the future. I'm everything. I'm every emotion possible. <laughs> but I think I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of you as well. Yeah. How are you going to mind yourself though? I think you're doing it pretty well. I think Even I'm doing it pretty well. Even coming here tonight is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And also, as I said, just the sleep stuff, like really prioritizing. Like, okay, no, like Dave, please help me with that. Um, and like my mom has been so helpful but like she's offered to like take him and like if I can go out for a drink or something or just even go out by myself I'm just gonna like just take her up on those offers and stuff I'm very good at asking for help from like good. my mom and Dave's mom and stuff I'm not like trying to be a martyr here like also I'd say Burr is only fucking delighted 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 to have a little baba for the night yeah sure Ellie came over one day when I was in Bray and Burr just like took DJ after Ellie said hello to him and just was like took him out of the room and me and Ellie were having the chat so. ah that's nice yeah. but no it's yeah I'm no I think I think I am being, I think I am being I'm on top of it being good to myself yeah fucking um, roll with the punches as they say yeah mm. we're going with it but um Oh Jesus, if you have a baby or if any of my close <clears throat> friends have babies now, I feel like I'll be able to just be like, yep, yeah, how you feeling is normal because I just was reaching out to so many people to be like, is this normal to feel like this? And it is. Not for a while now, I don't think. No. No. I don't think I have. Well, you know what? I'm like starting, like I definitely, like seeing Andrea holding DJ the other day, I got like gotcha. my ovaries got me a bit, got tingly. I got a bit broody. Yeah. Uh, not that I actually want to carry a child. But honestly, I don't think I... I'm at the stage where I'm like, I need to sort myself out. Yeah. <laughs> before I have a kid. But like, I feel sorted out. But like, I still very much need to prioritize myself. I couldn't imagine prioritizing another human being over yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what, something I've realized is that you have to be 100, 100% ready. Like, look, if people have unplanned pregnancies all the time and it works out amazingly. But for me, I was like, God, like, I'm kind of happy it happened now and not like a few years ago. But you're saying that. And yes people other people are saying like oh yeah you just you know you're never ready you just have to do it. you know what I mean like yeah you're never ready no to be fair like no like I would have said I was like ready like in quotation marks but like you yeah nothing also could have prepared me for the change right but no there's a certain time no like let's say if we we're worried about money for example oh yeah that would be not ready that would be a whole other thing or if we if our relationship wasn't really good yeah or loads of things if I didn't if I wanted to move jobs I just think like we're in the best place possible and it's still hard so my point is I think absolutely you're dead right to wait until you feel cliche know, ready even it, though you're not going to be ready it's different you know it's lessers. yeah it's more planned I know I know. look one thing at a time one thing at a fucking time anyway how are you Jane I'm in bits oh god I'm in bits <laughs> you're worse off than me I know I'm fine uh, so there you go I just did it. no I am like a, it's nothing that I can't manage um, but I'm going through quite a stressful period uh, and I'm not 100% sure why and I'm incredibly tense right. but you know what I think it is I think you know it's funny I go through phases of literally being like oh my god I am the queen of staying present and I am <laughs> fucking sea swimming every day I'm I've I've been going sea swimming every second day you've been literally submerging your worries in the sea it's not helping and I got upset yesterday because I was like, this usually helps. Yeah. Why is this not is helping? Not. Look, still never regret a sea swim. But, you know, I always find it, you know, really helpful because it kind of shocks you out of your whatever you're in. Yeah. But it hasn't been working. But I think it's not about anything in particular. Yeah. I think it's a year and a half of fucking madness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then all my driving test stuff and all that stuff that I was stressed out about. I just think that I've come to a point where uh, 
like I'm trying to get rid of that from my body or something like you don't just so all the driving test stuff let's say which was a big stressor for Mm -hmm. me I thought that if I just pass that test then I'm done then it's like weight lifted I am easy you were thinking that all your stress was on this test when actually now that it's gone you're like oh there was something else there and my therapist would tell me (laughs) yeah she's always like Jane whether it's a driving test or whether it's Avril Lavigne or whether it's fucking some girl in my 20s that I'm obsessed with she's like this is gonna pop up throughout your life this obsessive stress and uh, over something um it's so frustrating though I can imagine not to be able to pinpoint it do you know what I mean like I can see why you'd just be dying just to place it on something you see I am I I really need to be in control and I really need to know what's coming and uh, if I don't know if I can't like I upset look a lot of people get this and yeah. you are the same type of personality yeah. as me to an extent overthinking every scenario to anticipate every possible thing that could go wrong so you can stop it from going wrong yeah but there's another side of your brain it's like a dichotomy that is looking at this side being like yeah you're a fucking idiot you know that you're never going to figure out so it's like your yeah. brain's arguing totally um so I keep thinking about stupid things. I keep getting these things popping into my head of like, what if the worst thing happens? What if someone died tomorrow? What if this happened? Like I keep getting these really intrusive thoughts of like losing people in my life or uh, fucking just the worst possible things that could happen that I can't enjoy any moment oh because God. in a nice moment, I'm yeah. like, like, like I'm in bed with Andrea and I yeah. think, She's going to die someday. Like, oh, I might have to James. go to her funeral someday. Or and that's happening in all, in, in most nice situations. Constantly. Really? Constantly. And usually I'm quite good at managing it. Yeah. But for some reason lately I'm not. Um, It's really coming to a head now. But only in the past maybe month or so. Because before that I was easy breezy. And did you think it's related to like, obviously in the last month or so, like, the world has gone back to somewhat normality is it anything connected to like covid and coming in lockdown or no do you think not i don't know i maybe i don't know i mean i do think that we have been in fight or flight as i always say for the past year yeah. and a half uh so i think that we are physical physi- physiologically different like you say the stress was building up but you're keeping it under wraps for so long and now it's just coming out yeah but also i was managing it really well like i mean mm. i will say over lockdown as well you know I've also there's been periods when I've been in the best mental health state that yeah. I've ever been in and look this is not to say that I'm hopeless or anything yeah I'm I go to therapy I still meditate pretty much every day I do my C-Summon which is great yeah I'm trying every day right I really am I'm not in despair I'm not anything yeah yeah and I'm, you're still I'm functioning just, like and yeah yeah I'm like look I have dealt with this before this is a learning experience yeah. i'm trying to figure out okay well what's making me tick in this what's happening to yeah. me um so it's not a state of despair or anything it's it's really uncomfortable because my back and neck and jaw oh, it's, oh, physically it's physically tense yeah and it's just an uncomfortable state to be in emotionally yeah um but i think because i've gone to therapy for so long and because i've done a lot of work on my mental health and i actually i want to say this as well because I think people think like you go to therapy, you do all this work and then you're done <laughs> and you're like, great, you know, I'm yeah. healthy. But like I'm in a state right now 
but I'm in a much better position because I'm aware of the state I'm in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I could be feeling the exact same way, but without the awareness and work that I've done around it, I could have a completely different outlook right. on the future. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, like this is never going to get any better. Yeah. I don't think like that. Well, you I'm could like, be completely in despair, <coughs> completely yeah. like hopeless. But I'm like, oh no, I've been through this before. Yeah. This and is then, a learning yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah. How am I, this is just a new thing, a new challenge. Let's see how. Yeah, you're very good at coping with all this. Like I would have never known. Obviously it's, bring, it's come back to like, we don't really talk. We don't really. Well, that's just, and that's why we're doing this episode. But you're, you're like, you're functioning very well considering you're feeling like this. Like as in like, you know, you're able to rec- record the podcast and you're able to talk about like other things. You know, you're not like completely, it's not taking over completely. But it sounds like it is really no, shit. No, it's not. But sometimes that's the hardest part. Yeah. To keep functioning. Yeah. Like I, sometimes I'm just like, I just want everything to stop for a second. You know, I don't mm. want to have to have small talk in work. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have small talk in work. I don't want to have to fucking deal with something stupid. Like, I don't want to have to pick up the phone to my dad. I don't want to have to be Jane. I just want to... Just give me a second, just you know. But but some but yeah. that's another thing. I can't stop functioning. Like that I, sounds, I have yeah. to. It sounds like you're, you're just your mind is so busy. It's very busy, and, and I, people, uh, the, uh, the additional outside, like going to work, your dad and all, like it's just it's just causing stress when you're already feeling like busy in your brain. Well, it's the not, and that's another thing I want to say. Like it's not, it's the. Like just shout out to people who are struggling with their mental health but are still functioning. In the sense that, like, still feel like they have to be on. Yeah. Because it's really difficult because they're the people that don't get offered the support, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because like, you know, no one really knows. And no one's like, God, I wonder how Jane's mental health is because she seems grand. Like, oh, Jane has it all it. together. Jane goes therapy and she goes see swimming. I see on Instagram every day and she does this. But yeah. I'm really struggling and I struggle sometimes. And... And even someone like me who talks to you all the time and literally records a podcast with you where we talk about mental health all the time, I would have had no idea. Now, given, of course, I've been in my own, as I said, my head up my own hole, like the last seven well, weeks. I think of an excuse. <laughs> Sorry, my head up DJ's hole the Small last seven child. weeks. But, you know, yeah, I know, I know. But still, it just shows that you can... Um, but it's it's, it's the thing, it's, 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 it's not about not necessarily being asked about it, but like even if I was asked about it, I probably wouldn't say it. It's like having to still keep all the plates spinning mm. while internally being like I just want someone to wrap me in a swaddle and turn off my phone and you know but is there nothing you could do to like give yourself that space and time like obviously not yeah. well yeah but it's a real struggle for me to even turn off my phone we've I've talked about this on the podcast before yeah I know I know yeah I I, I kind of catastrophize like I always think like if I turn off my phone what if that's the time I get an emergency call I know I know but I, but even you know? not even just the phone but maybe it is the phone but like even just time could you take time off could you take time away could you go away I know you like was going I know you were just away like was going away helpful did you find that yeah but do you know what I'd love to do what? I'd literally just like to take six months off and just <laughs> have a baby <laughs> just I just want to live in a game I just want to be like please just leave me alone and just let me but you know what? You do a few days that, and you'd actually probably oh, I'd lose my mind. Yeah, I'd, yeah. That's I. It's not what I want at all. But but sometimes I just wish yeah. I could press pause and just be like. But look, having said all this, I know I'm not alone in what I'm feeling, and I think that this is actually really common. I don't think people talk about it enough. Um, but like, 
I am doing all the things like what therapy has afforded me is that okay well what do I need to do for myself in this situation and if that is so I do something I like to do yeah to that isn't a responsibility mm-hmm. that is something like let's say I play guitar I then like because I never I don't find time for myself and even when I do have time I just end up scrolling my phone and I'm like okay. this doesn't make me feel good why yeah, am I engaging yeah. in destructive behavior but if I do pick up my guitar and start playing or whatever I then write down why I like playing my guitar just to reaffirm in my brain as in like I thought yeah but do you not think okay can I just say right I think it's great you're playing guitar but it almost feels like you're doing these things as like I think the guitar is great but then I think you're almost that thing you're doing after the guitar which I know is like technically like self-helpy like write down why I love guitar so you remember but I almost feel like that's now you've made it into like a, a chore. chore. No, I get what you. I get what you mean. I do that as well. And I and then, and then, then I get guilty for not doing swimming, it. And then you're like, I've gone every second day, or you know, it's almost like there you have a list of self help techniques, but actually, are they really, or are you putting like? I understand on what you're saying. It's not that. Okay. I get what you're saying. Um, like it's more just a to reaffirm in my brain it's more of a cbt okay gotcha. like yeah, a, yeah, yeah okay you're more inclined yeah, to this next time because you're like as for the sea swimming it's not even like i am now going to get into the sea because <laughs> it will make me feel better it's like i crave it yeah, yeah 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 and then i'm in there and i'm like oh this usually works better and i'm still overthinking in the sea yeah <laughs> you know? maybe when the water gets cold it'll shut what, uh, what part of your life are you feeling the most pressure coming from like is it like that works particularly busy is it like that you is your social life pretty busy like is it family pretty busy like what where is it coming from it's everything but more than anything i think that what's important is that it doesn't even matter where it's coming from it's a disconnect from from self it's uh it's um running on autopilot and trying to keep all the plates spinning that's that's i think where it's coming from and regardless of how it manifests in your life for me it's this frantic trying to keep everything going but i think when you do disconnect from like what you actually need and who you are it's fucking mad <laughs> like yeah and you don't listen to yourself or I'm, i feel like i can't you know marry my brain and my body you know yeah um but look i'm getting there my outlook is bright i know how to deal with this some people don't necessarily have the tools i have to um deal with this or just be aware of what it is like someone could feel this way and just be like what the fuck is this I'm feeling and be really and just really exactly. bad yeah so I just want to say um, and a few people have messaged us about it as well some girl messaged their Instagram saying that they can't afford therapy because it's too expensive mm-hmm. actually they said spenny which I think is one of my favourite spenny love it I've never said it because I don't think I can get away with it I think you can get away with it spenny yeah I don't know if I can get away with it but I, I love it she said that therapy was too spenny but I just have to like, <laughs> well I don't think it's a word you say out loud it's a word you type it's a word you type spenny yeah. too, too spenny especially in a, like an emotional oh, like heavy conversation hi that's too spenny for me um, but can I just say it's never too expensive because there's loads of different um, uh, affordable free slash affordable uh, counselling services um, that you can avail of I literally in my 20s I had no money I didn't have a bob I was on back to education allowance which was like 180 euro a week yeah paying fucking rent going to college te- no money yeah I spent 15 euro a week and sometimes I couldn't even afford it on therapy and it really was incredible so don't think you have no money yeah. so you shouldn't even try a little bit of a waiting list 
because they're all volunteers but um mymind.org and living life center which is wicklow and there's a few others just literally google affordable counseling it's there's brilliant. so many places that exist it's, it's so out of reach for so many people like it's what 80 so euro a session oh it's so expensive sometimes 100 isn't it actually it depends who yeah that is like i mean that is out of reach for most people i'd say for most when people. you think about how expensive rent is and how expensive ireland is and how, how people are trying to save and the shite we're in like just that therapy is 100 euro and like really you should be going like i should be whatever i never went every week but i know like you know a lot of people find benefit going every week that's yeah ridiculous for most people to spend that oh and like look i'm lucky enough that i go every two weeks yeah. and i'm on a good rate because i've been going for so long and <laughs> <laughs> mates rates well not mates rates but just like i've been going for so long loyalty scheme. yeah loyalty scheme um but you know most people don't do that most people might go for a couple of weeks at a time yeah. they might check in once a year they might whatever and it's it's really out of reach and also like anything public mental health wise mm. um there's like fucking three-year waiting lists and stuff like that I mean, no, it's not three years. That's an exaggeration. But I think it's 12, 12 weeks yeah. for young people, um, which could actually be life or death, which that's is mad. 12 weeks, Jesus. horrendous. Anyway, what I'm saying is that there's help out there. And look, even if you don't think you want to go to therapy, any of that, blah, 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 I would say, as sappy as this sounds, challenge yourself to be a little bit more authentic in how you talk to your friends because you never know who could be struggling yeah even just that one friend that you're really close with like just genuinely say how you're feeling I think it's so important and like when I do it to somebody or when a friend does it to me I think everyone does it like oh thanks I'm like thanks so much for telling me exactly yeah and now I know because like you do know when your friend isn't right but I am I'm also guilty of just being like oh, I know they definitely don't look good and I know they definitely don't feel good but I don't want to get into it but I, no 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 <laughs> if I'm not going into this right now no I get that sometimes no but I more so mean that like if they're not like they can tell me anything so they would tell me if they wanted okay, to okay yeah yeah and I don't want to force it out of them they will tell me but then I'm like you know it's hard for people to bring it up so maybe if you just say like are you okay you don't seem great like maybe that's the start, starting point but I don't know but anyway um, there's another thing and it was like it was what was it it was like instead of how are you I think it's like how are you feeling today or something mm. it's just it's a different way of phrasing how are you yeah to take oh no what the fuck was it ah when someone asks how are you how are you really no what the fuck was it it's like you answer it with another question or something like that anyway I can't remember but what I'm trying to do is answer as uh, honestly as I can because actually it Spurs the other person on to be honest as well. Definitely, Jesus. Like, how are you? I'm actually not feeling that great today. Yeah, me either. Oh, why? Like, that starts a conversation about your mental health then. Which is so important, I know. Even if it's just as like, yeah, why not? Oh, I don't know. It's Maybe it's the weather or something. You know, like... Well, during lockdown and stuff, I think people were so easy to talk about it because everyone was just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, I don't feel... I'm all freaked out. Are you freaked out? And it was real common to just talk about how we were all feeling mental, but now we're coming out of it and people are doing that. I'm good. I'm great again. Yeah, I know. I'm great. Look at me. I'm out every night. And some yeah. people are great. And that's great too. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're, like, great, if you're great, great. If you're great, great. <laughs> if you're feeling like shit, talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've got to go feed a baby. You do? <laughs> shit, no, I'm here. I mean, I know that was a bit rambly, but uh, that was kind of the intention. <laughs> this is my body. Now we're feeling. I know. And like, it's funny. I just got a feeling of slight, of overwhelm because I'm like, oh my God. Like, I have a bottle for Dave in the fridge. Like, I pumped a bottle for a bottle. Not like, just to have. I'm like, he's fine. But it's just, there you go. I just don't realise I think I don't realise how low-lying anxious I am do you know what I mean yeah 
that I'm like I'm not just like super chill like I'm just waiting for my baby I'm like oh my god it's gonna be okay no but I actually think that it's amazing that you of course will naturally have anxiety about leaving your baby yeah. but you're still making yourself do it when sometimes it might just be the easier option just to yeah stay no and I'm really happy I did it and I know I'll come back with like be, like rejuvenated even though I was only gone for an hour and a half two hours but yeah. yeah it's important but anyway that's just my point that I'm like it's 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 only now that we're talking about it that I'm recognizing how do I feel like am I all of a sudden a bit like Jesus are they okay like, he's with his fucking dad like <laughs> that, but he's still tiny and you're yeah. still a, a mother like I know but that's feeding is hard feeding is the hardest part anyway yeah. being a, breastfeeding is tough 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 but anyway um I really enjoyed recording in person again. I really enjoyed recording in person too. And I'm actually in my house for the first time in a long time. So it's... It's a new spot actually, because first time ever. a dog and a newborn will be a nightmare of mine. But um, I think we do better when we're together. I think we're always better when we're together. <laughs> Jack Johnson! Oh, yeah. The, the, the song of like, what, 2004 or something? Yeah, together. Um. Anyway, look, thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you like this podcast or want to make a comment on anything we said in it, you can always message us on our Instagram at State of Us Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking. We are looking for any. If you have anything you want us to cover, like please let us know. Now is the time to do it, or forever hold your peace. With yeah, I'd like to do a vaginal health one. I've got a lot of questions around my vagina. To ask me? <laughs> no, not you. Just in general. Um, also I'd like to talk about sex more I've got a few bits and bobs I'd like to talk to you about on sex so anyway any sex what is sex what, what is sex how do, you, how do you do it I actually think I'm a virgin again like I don't know what's going on and apparently that's what it feels like after. I'm telling you look this will be like on next week's episode but like I, everyone was talking about how much sex they were having over COVID and I swear to God I've never had littler sex yeah I don't know what that's about no I, I mean obviously I got pregnant but you know <laughs> I mean I we were not having sex, but certainly not more than ever. Yeah, bizarre. God, sex. Oh, God. When would I even have sex, Jane? When would we have sex? One thing at a time. <laughs> okay? You will. Ah, the pressure. Okay. Um, And also, if you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, you can become a patron yes. and support the podcast um, by going to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash state of us. No. It's the State of Us podcast, is it not? Oh, I don't know. The link's in our bio on Instagram anyway. Okay, yeah. Hashtag link in bio. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Great to be back. Great to be back. See you guys. Bye. Bye.